the meeting city of University Heights City Council meeting today is August 8, 2023. We're at the community center and uh, uh, the, the five council are present. And first order of business is approval of minutes. Mike sent the July 11th meeting minutes and the special meeting of July 25th. Are there any additions or corrections to either one? Hearing none, the both minutes are approved by unanimous consent. Tonight, we have two guests here that want to speak to the council and members of the public. Uh, we have State Representative Eleanor Levin, Levin and also State Senator Janice Weiner. And uh, who'd like to speak first? Okay, thanks, Eleanor. <laughs> thank you. My pleasure. Well, thank you all so much for having me here. Um, one of my goals this summer has been to do a better job of engaging with the entirety of District 89. Um, I was elected in November of 2022, so just almost a year ago, to represent the 33,000 people in that district, and that includes the south and west sides of Iowa City, but it also includes all of residential university heights. And so it's been really important to me to start showing up outside of my own neighborhood, making sure that people know I'm here, I'm really invested in getting to know what's going on, not just in my own neighborhood, but across the entire district. And that I really want to be able to be a resource to folks in the community, anyone who has questions about state government, anyone who has something they, they think we should be attending to or aware of, I hope they will reach out. And that's really all that I came here to say today. Um, I'm pretty new to this role still, but I feel good about the work that I'm doing. I feel better about it though, when I'm connecting directly with my constituents and I know what folks want from me in Des Moines. So reach out anytime. If you want to kind of get some regular updates, I have a legislative email, a legislative newsletter that you can subscribe to. The link for that is pretty easy to find on all my social media. I'm going to leave some cards here this evening as well. Thank you all so much for your time and for being invested in your community. Thank you. Now we have Senator Janice. Thank you, Janice. Thank you for having us. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm Janice Weiner, State Senator for Senate District 45. That's all of um, Eleanor's district, which is House District 89, as well as Adam Zabner's district. 90, so it's all of University Heights and most of Iowa City except for the west side. Um, I have, this is also, this was also my first term, my first session. Uh, I do have experience in local government. I got to know in particular your mayor during my several years on Iowa City City Council, and I made it one of my missions in Des Moines to work on local government issues to the extent possible. I am, I'm the ranking member on the local government committee, and for all the challenges of working in Des Moines, it's the one area where I found I can make some progress, find, get, get some areas of agreement, get some things changed. So if there are issues of local government that you, and as well as anything else, as, as Eleanor said, that you think needs to be looked at or needs to be changed, again, please reach out. I'm going to leave some cards as well. You can sign up for my, for my newsletter. But I had the, like, I was able, because I was talking to the, the Iowa City City Manager and the Coralville City City Manager and some folks at the, at the Board of Supervisors to get some positive changes into the property tax bill, for example. 
I was able to get a couple of other changes in as well. And that's really because I found a partner, a Republican partner who also came off of local government um, and we're able to work through some of these issues. So it's nice to find some area where we can make some progress. And if we can make life a little bit easier for local government, stop taking away local uh, power from local government, uh, I'm happy to be part of that. But feel free to reach out anytime. Really happy to be here. Thank you so much. Does anyone have any questions for either one? Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for, and yeah, your cards here, we'll take them up. And you can, you're welcome to stay for the meeting, but you can leave also. <laughs> I, I think you probably have a busy schedule. Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, so we'll go uh, comments from members of the public. So we have public input right now. Anyone who'd like to speak, please come to the podium and state your name and address. And please keep your comments to five minutes. No one has signed up. No one signed up? Okay, and nobody else wants to speak? Okay, thank you. So we'll go on to uh, mayor's report. We have consideration of resolution 2329. And this is a conditional zoning agreement regarding the hotel development entered into effective on September 12th and then uh, amended on the 12th of December, 2017, and then on July 11, 2023, to remove the occupancy restriction at 905 Melrose Avenue. And Steve is here if you have any questions for him. He wrote about it in his legal report. Uh, so why don't we get a, a motion on the table and then we'll go through discussion. Is there a motion to consider resolution number 2329? Motion. motion by Bobby. Is there a second? No second. Second by Steph. Okay. Discussion. Um, hearing no discussion, is council ready to vote? Okay. Did you want to discuss anything? I mean, I'm just looking around the room and so everybody, okay. Um, we're ready for a roll call vote. Gone. Aye. Moore. Aye. Schroeder. Aye. Scott. Aye. Swales. Aye. Motion carries 5-0. Okay, thank you. Now we have consideration of resolution 2330, approving and authorizing the mayor to sign, et cetera, et cetera. This is an amendment to the PUD development agreement with University Lake Partners. <laughs> or its successor in interest to permit parking on yards, including grass on game days. Madam Mayor, sorry, yes. I don't want to interrupt you, but um, I'd like to, to make a motion simply as a matter of procedure and the appearance to the public. In other words, the optics of this, this resolution does not increase the number of parking spaces, but voting on it now at this meeting gives could give the impression and i'm sure no elected person here wants to do this that the public hearing is meaningless because the decision has already been made so my idea is just i move to defer resolution 2330 to be considered along with the zoning ordinance at a future meeting the public hearing or when we make the Okay, did everyone hear Lisa's motion? So it's to defer 
2330 until like September 12th with a public hearing. After the public hearing, uh, is there a second? I would second that. Uh, second by Tim. Um, discussion. Again, this doesn't do anything other than change the optics. Do you want to look like you've made your decision and render the public input, the public hearing meaningless in the eyes of the, the public? It, are these two separate items, uh, the parking on grass for game day and uh, off-street parking? Is this, this is what we need to talk about to clarify a little bit better, or? Is your Are point? you asking Steve that? Mm -hmm. well, what's, what's happening? I, I guess I'm, I'm sure. just wanting to know. Yeah, what so there, there are two, there are two uh, parking issues that have been before the council and really only one that's before the council tonight. This would amend the PUD development agreement to let uh, the hotel park cars on grass on game days. Mm -hmm. It doesn't increase the number of cars off street at the hotel. That's still 180 or 196. And that can't be changed until the zoning ordinance is changed uh, if the council decides to do that. So if the council says yes, you can tonight, if the council says yes, you can park on grass. Then, then the hotel can do that, but they're still limited to 196 spaces, so they can't build a parking lot the way it's striped now, because I think it's striped for 196, maybe that's some of the underground, and park on grass, because that would be too many. So yes, they're, they're, they're separate. They're separate they, issues. Though. They are. You know, they were intend, intended, I think, to be related. I, I went to some extent in my legal report to explain why the council cannot have a public hearing tonight on zoning, uh, because of the Difficulty and the problem uh, mess up at the press citizen and publication. Um, so they are they are separate issues. They were moving together, but they you know they have to be separated if the council wants to separate them, or the council could could consider them together. But to consider them together, you got to wait until until uh, the, the zoning ordinance uh, can be considered in September. Okay. But before you can park on the sorry, before you can park on the grass after after you fill the 196 spaces before you can park on the grass i mean you have to have that public hearing to increase the number of parking spaces i don't know if i'm making that clear no i see what you're saying i what i was going to ask well is there anything to follow up on lisa's i had a question different but with all, I don't. I don't think people can hear okay. exactly. With They're all of, raising their hand, I'm just saying. Sure. Okay. Thank you. With all of the, I guess, with these PUD changes, does the developer have to sign off on them anyway? Like they have to agree to it anyway, right? That's right. So, I mean, yes, that's a good point. It's the zoning ordinance is the council's ordinance to change as the council sees. The, right. the PUD development agreement is, is an agreement, the contract. So, yeah. you know, the council takes action on its end yeah. to approve a change. Yes, the developer would have to agree to that. You're right. Yeah. You're saying, Lisa, that since they already have 196 spaces, that it doesn't make sense to approve this unless we're going to approve the other adjustment at All the right. public here. 
Otherwise, it's they can't. We're gonna... The audience no, can't I, hear I, you. I, I I'm sorry. It's just they raised their hand. <laughs> oh no, that's not hear Speak and say that again. I, you can't. Hear. I, I, I can hear you. Here. Okay, then you heard it. Yeah, I just wanted to ask. Oh, you're. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the council's still talking right now. So that's what I mean. If if we're if we're going to say yes, you can park on the grass and you can have two hundred and whatever spaces. We're telegraphing that. We're saying the decision is made, which renders the public hearing. Is, but it's just on game day, though, right? I mean, it's not like daytime parking. I mean, you're not going to park grass on any other time except game day, right? But it's the it's the number of spaces that I'm talking about. We're having a public hearing on the number of spaces they can park. Right. Steve, can you explain this better than I'm doing? But if we left it at 196, we can't let them park on the grass at all, is what your concerns are? or. I, no, what I'm saying is this resolution says you can park on the grass. I think the cart is before the horse. We need, I mean, somebody, several people have commented on that in public input in the past, that we need to look at the zoning issue first and then look at the PUD agreement. What this does is say you can park on the grass, which means that we're more than likely going to increase the number of spaces that you can have. So we have to have a public hearing. Do we want it to look like it's just a sham? Steve, can you make that more clear? <laughs> well, um, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I got a question. So I guess the, well, it, I'm trying to think how to phrase this. So the, the ordinance now says it, it limits off-street parking to 196, correct? That's correct. But the, the, my question is, under the definition of off-street parking, that does not include grass. I don't agree with that. You don't agree with that? Not the way our zoning ordinance and the community development agreement is written. I'm not saying it couldn't, it couldn't be written that way, but it's not. Okay, yeah, I just... <laughs> that was as I read it, that's what I understood. But I, that's but the so in, in my just kind of commentary, the like no one in university heights in university heights can ever park on the grass ever anyway, right? Except on, Except on game days. Right. And that's the same for commercial and for residential, correct? Right. And so Is that, yeah, but you, I guess what I'm saying is, I don't want, I guess, I don't necessarily feel the need to create different rules for them on game day that than we all have in the city. But you're saying that is how it is now? Yeah, I mean, yes, the different rules were created because unlike other places in the city, not all other places, for example, this particular place where we're sitting, this is a PUD development. But unlike the rest of the city where there are even business district or residential district, um, there, aren't, there aren't specific limitations to the number of off-street parking spaces. Here there are. 
So the council and the developer agreed, and the council adopted the zoning ordinance saying you can only have 196 spaces off, off street. And as of now, um, they they can't they can only park on their hard surface. I guess you'd say they're parking because the council hasn't permitted them to park on game days. Okay, so right now they can park 196 cars on their property. That's I think what I think Lisa's saying is, well, look, if they can already park 196, why would you give them more places to park those 196? Because it looks like they're going to use hard space, hard service, which is 196, plus the grass, which is by definition going to be more than 196, but you haven't given them that permission. I think that's the issue that I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. okay. But you're right. It, there are rules that apply to the hotel that do not apply to other parts of town, but and, and there's there are reasons for that. Mm -hmm. But there are also rules here that don't apply, you know. True, yeah, in, and in this court and Burkdale. Right. <clears throat> so this doesn't mean we don't consider this. It doesn't mean you can't vote to change it. I'm saying let's not put the cart before the horse and do it at this meeting because of how it looks. I'm fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm... Yeah, I'm, I'm great with that. I don't, I, I don't know if it changes much anyway. I mean, I think the, at the end of the day, they've got to sign off on it anyway. And, you know, I think that, yeah, I'm great with putting it off as well. I don't necessarily feel strongly one way or the other on this one, so. So what the, can, is there any other discussion? Uh, so what what um, the re lease is recommending is to defer this. This resolution number 2330 to next month's meeting. Yes, at least. I mean, if there's going to be ongoing discussion on that, okay. yeah, that's my motion. We vote to defer then. Is that our next well? Step? I was just going to say we could do a simple vote for that. Mm -hmm. So there's a motion by Lisa and a second by Tim. And uh, is council ready to vote? Because I'll just say all in favor say aye. 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 Anyone opposed? Yes. You're opposed. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Mike has the vote. Thank you. Okay, we'll go on to consideration of resolution number 2331. And this is setting a public hearing for 7 p.m. September 12, 2023 on a proposal to amend the zoning ordinance number 79 to allow not less than 196 off-street parking spaces in the CH commercial hotel zone and to per permit parking on yards in that zone on game days and directing staff to mail and publish notice as required by law. Uh, is there a motion? A motion. Motion by Bobby. Is there a second? I'll second it. Second by Doug. Okay. Uh, discussion. This is essentially the exact same thing we did at the special meeting last time. Exactly. But just changing the date. That's exactly okay. I'm ready to vote. You guys are. <laughs> okay. Okay. Everyone ready to vote? Okay. Roll call vote. 
Uh, Moore? Aye. Schroeder? Aye. Scott? Aye. Swales? Aye. Gone? Aye. Motion carries 5-0. Thank you. Then the last one uh, under my report is consideration of resolution 2332. And this is an agreement with Hotel 901, Jim Glasgow and Greg Steltner, providing for the reimbursement of the city's reasonable professional and clerical fees and expenses related to consideration of changes to city regulations and restrictions concerning the hotel at 901 Melrose Avenue. Um, uh, we want to put a... Do we know how much that is? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Uh, no, the, 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 the history of this city's practice has been just to ask people that want changes to pay the city's fees and costs to go to the city and they have a budget for it. It's part of the zoning ordinance now. So the zoning change is uh, applicants are required to pay that fee. With regard to the PUD processes uh, at OUP, at Berkdale, at Grandview Court, and at the hotel, um, yeah, I, it, it's... I mean, I bill hourly. I think that, uh, that Ryan's office bills hourly, so it's hard to know what, what the amount is. Um, at the time of original construction, uh, for example, at the hotel, there was an offset, so the hotel developers agreed to pay the city's professional fees, but they got a credit uh, for the amount of like, building permit fees and the other uh, construction fees, plumbing, electrical, whatever, so I think it's kind of Compare itself eventually, but they paid a bunch of fees up front before those permits. So, no, I don't. I mean, there isn't an amount that I can tell you. I mean, I could give you an estimate, maybe where we are. But and we, the order of um, payment, we let's see. How does that work? You send the bill to the city. The city, the city passes it on to the essentially. City pays it. City passes it on to the hotel for reimbursement. For reimbursement. And then. Um, the only other question I had with this resolution, if this is already uh, a thing, essentially, right? Like that they're going to do this. Why another resolution? You know, what I'm asking. Not really. So, if where does it say? Is it is it in? Is it? Did, where does it say that the hotel will reimburse? For legal the zoning thing, the zoning ordinance. Well, it says that in this agreement, but that's not what you're asking. Yeah, no, I yeah. thought it already said it somewhere else it, previously. Yeah, well, what it says actually, I'll, I'll, I'll read it to you. I don't want to misquote it, frankly. What it says is that the that the, the applicant will um, enter into an agreement with the city. And, and the reason for that is that uh, the agreements for reimbursement might say different things depending upon the particular applications that are submitted. Uh, the prior, um, the, the hotel developers have, developers have already signed two agreements along these lines. I wrote to them and said, I'm comfortable just using the last one you signed, if that's okay with you. And the response I got back was, we're going to ask the council to not Make us do that. That's the last I heard of it. We had a meeting in July. There wasn't that kind of a request. I haven't received that kind of a request. I don't know if the council has, but um, so I thought, well, we probably better get a, a new agreement. Okay. 
Yeah, so the zoning ordinance requires that the applicant enter into a written agreement to uh, reimburse the city 50%. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Does that answer all the questions? Yeah, that answered my question. I think I'm, I mean, I, I do feel like, you know, it's proper for them to pay some of it. I wonder, you know, how much of that. And I mean, I'm just trying to, you know, they they generate so much revenue for the city. And how much of that do we need to pass back to them? I'm just trying to balance that yeah. conversation. The city, I mean, the council has the discretion. The council sure. didn't want them to ask for all reimbursement. The council didn't have to. I don't think that's happened before, but that doesn't mean it can't happen. And if that was a case where we all agreed, well, we don't want to, we'll, we'll, let's say we all said we want to pay half of it or whatever. I don't know the thing. Yeah. What would the process be? I think would the process. decide that right now? or um, uh, You could be inserted into this agreement. I mean, I think the process would be now since once you know how much the reimbursement request is being, uh -huh. you know, like at a future meeting, you can say, well, let's let's request okay. this many dollars in reimbursement or this percentage of reimbursement. Got it. And we can decide that at the next meeting. Mm -hmm. Yes, or or other meetings. Yeah. And if that's what we've decided right now or want to decide right now, how would we respond to this? Twenty three thirty two. Um, you would. You would ask that the agreement be amended to express a particular percentage, in which case you could do that. Okay. At the next meeting, we would ask that. You could do it now, or you could do it at the next meeting. Oh, okay. Would we would we ask to defer this to the next meeting then as well? You could do that if you wanted to, or you could just amend the I mean, the resolution allows the uh, mayor to sign an agreement with the developers. Mm. If you wanted to say, yeah, we'd like the mayor to sign that agreement, but instead of requesting 100% reimbursement, we'd only like to request X percent reimbursement. Or if it's yeah. if, it, if it makes more sense to defer it till the next meeting, you can do that. Okay. I, I think, think it makes more sense to defer it until we know how much it is. Yeah. It it will be so what you'll know, what you'll know next month is what it is up to that point. You won't know what it is going forward. Okay. Right. Okay. Sure. Sure. But but by that point, I think you're you'll know <laughs> by far the majority of that. Okay. Yeah. So can we I don't think I'm clear after all that. Can we sign this, pass this resolution, and then when we look every time, say we'll share this amount or we'll ask you to pay all of it you each time? That. So well, you want to do that? We could just pass this and then say when we approve the warrants. Is that right? What, what, yeah, I think you'd approve the warrants, but then I think you would, by a separate motion, say, you know, let, let move that we request reimbursement pursuant to our agreement with developers of this number, this amount, or this percentage. I think we would want would be a good way to do it. Then. Seems like part of the reason to have this set the way it is, is to make sure that if somebody's bringing forth a change, that they have it well thought out and have thought through the issues holistically. So we're not having meeting after meeting, chasing down one issue after another to resolve them each individually to save everybody's time. So it's supposed to, you know, 
be a something to entice them to be efficient with what they're presenting. So I think it makes sense. And you wouldn't want to set a precedent of just giving out freebies for such things. So is her that we're looking at? Do we? That's what I'm leaning towards. I'm leaning to pass this as it is, and then we look at what we're talking about instead of speculating and then passing an agreement being surprised by something. You, when you say look at what we're talking about, you mean look at the amount? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And I think what Tim said is. Yeah, the longer you kick it down the road, the more the lawyer bill. <laughs> so it's either defer, amend, or pass tonight. I heard all those choices. Yeah. <laughs> Do we need a motion of some sort? Of course. I'll make a motion to uh, pass this as it is. However, you would like to have that room. Okay, there's a motion by Lisa to uh, consider resolution 2332 as written. And is there a second? I second that. And a second by Tim. Uh, further discussion? Roll call vote. Schroeder? Aye. Scott? Aye. Swales? Aye. Gunn? Aye. Warren? Aye. Motion carries 5-0. Thank you. Okay, the legal report. Uh, do you have any questions for Steve? He went over some of it. And okay, thank you, Steve, for your work on that. And city clerk report. Mike, you circulated that and you haven't. I did. Uh, August month is busy. We have lots of rental permit renewals coming in. Um, those are going quite well. Uh, we're, we're over 100 now, I think. So we're almost a halfway point. Uh, permits are not considered overdue until August 31st. So that's, that's quite well. I also... Um, sent you the information, the liquor license renewals for both the Marriott Bistro and the Heights Rooftop fall due this month. Um, we have all the online information has been completed by the applicants. Um, Chief Kelsey has done the background report. Uh, Building Inspector Gerd has done the fire and structure compliance. Uh, the only change and this isn't just a strict renewal, but the only change is the service area at the Marriott Bistro has been enlarged from what had originally been just that outdoor service area to include a larger amount of the property. And that was in the map I sent. So I would think it would be easiest because there are two different applications that I go through and, and actually update on the state alcohol beverages division to do it as two separate. You said you wanted them separate. Yes. That's what I read. Yeah. Can we discuss this together first? Sure. That be... You want to discuss right now? If that's okay. It's okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't just a little change. This is a huge change. Like I had a small area where they could sell 
and now they want to have the the entire footprint of the property it's not just a service area i mean the service area is you can sell this in all these areas and it's not just on game day it's any time so this is a major change a significant change this isn't just a renewal with a little tweak so i think everybody needs to be aware of that and not just Is that normal? I mean, is that what Stella's does or other? What? Mike, do you know that answer? Um, Stella does have outdoor service too, and they their two outdoor service areas are they're limited to where they are to the what I would refer to as the south patio and the west patio on either side of the building. Um, they do game day sales, but those fall within that area because that's literally all the area they have. I mean, they, they, they stay inside of their little fenced area there, which is also right on the walkway. So, um, uh, Maggie's has outdoor service area and it's delineated with their patio. Um, sidekick does not have no, they do have outdoor service because they do have this seating outside too. They do have a they do have that, and they have catering too, right? Don't they? Maggie's Maggie's has catering I mean, when they cater off ground, they, they do cater off site, they sell alcohol. They they are only they are our only license that has catering. I just thought I'd clarify. I'll make sure, yeah. And then but the similar then, thing, Maggie's and Sidekick can't serve and sell in this entire development. The, the sketch they have submitted was just their little patio. Okay. Any other discussion off of what Lisa said or anything? Uh, so what we'll do is, as Mike suggests, we consider the liquor, liquor license renewals for, first we'll do uh, the Bistro, the Marriott Bistro, uh, to approve their liquor license for this year. All in favor, say aye. 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 Anyone opposed? No. Okay. So I hear one no. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And the second one is uh, liquor license renewal for the Heights rooftop. All in favor, say aye. 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 Anyone opposed? No. Okay. Uh, and I think that's one no. Right. Correct. Okay. Thank you. So did you have something else, Mike? I don't think so. Okay. Thank you. And thank you for fixing the owl and all your work on that. And I asked him if he could check out amplification and that didn't work very well. It kind of echoed all over. So I appreciate you checking that out. And as the more we use our owl, the more it learns our patterns. I'm noticing, Mayor, it doesn't seem to go toward you when you're speaking, but we'll... Why is everybody muttering around? No, me? no, no, I don't, I don't know. I, the more we use it, I'm hoping, I'm okay. hoping it'll do a better job of focusing on, focusing on individual speakers, so. We'll thank, thank thanks day. again, Mike. Thank sure. you.
Uh, so we'll go to city treasurer and uh, that uh, Lawrence list was sent around by Mike and John. And uh, in that list is the Mahaska Oak Crest reimbursement that Ryan talks about. That 110,000 is in that list. And I just wanted to point that out. Did you want to say something, John? No, I, I'm glad you pointed that out because I see it on his uh, on his agenda, pay application number one. So it helps read the agenda. So maybe I have something on my page that's going to put you out. He needs to bring out regarding that. Regarding that. Yeah, I want to just say yeah, so that out for the council. Yeah, uh, so Oak Avenue and Drive, I can just run through that quick if you'd like me to. Um, we do have uh, pay application one. The work is substantially complete on that project. The only thing that's left for them to do is to do the restoration and the sod work, uh, which can't be done until sometime after August 15th. So uh, they're just waiting to do that. So they submitted a pay application number one, uh, which was attached to my report uh, in the amount of $110,636.72. Uh, and that uh, value also includes change order number one. And change order number one was we received complaints at two different locations for sidewalk ramps. Uh, one was on the corner of Melrose and Sunset Street right across from us here. And then one was on the corner of Marietta and George Street, where there was a ramp that was cracked because of a large truck driving across it. Um, so we had the same contractor that did that work on Oakcrest and Mahaska. We're moving to replace those ramps to get them fixed right away. So I, I talked with Louise and Doug about that before and got a price from them, and which was uh, in line with uh, pricing we've seen before for that similar types of work if we were to hire someone separately for that. So. Thank you, Ryan, for coordinating that so quickly so that we can save money and get it fixed immediately. Yeah, it's nice, especially on this sunset and uh, Melrose wanted to get that one done really, really fast. We, we had somebody trip and they notified Louise, so. Do we have insurance that pays for damages you know, like trucks and stuff for free? Yeah, so what we did there is we paved actually that there was a rut uh, behind the curb from those trucks driving across it. We actually filled it in with concrete, so there's not going to be, um, so hopefully that would be stronger to withstand that and they'll be not driving through a hole in the ground and then hitting that sidewalk ramp and hopefully that'll provide some stability. Yeah, we're gonna try it at least. Okay, so that's included in the list of bills. Is there any objection to pay in the warrants? Can I add one? Yes, more? oh, you have something else? Yeah, uh, I did it again. Um, I think like to a small business that doesn't comment anyway, since I need to add the low bros for $270 to I apologize for that omission. Thank you, John. Is there any objection to paying the bills? Hearing none, the warrants will be paid by unanimous consent. Uh, anything else for John? Or, uh, uh, well, uh, why don't we just continue with the engineer report since you kind of started it, and then we'll go back to okay. 
police. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, so uh, I sent my report around. Um, I've got some notes on Metronet, been corresponding with them to try and wrap up their, their whole permitting process. So there was a third permit that wasn't issued yet for an area which they started um, over west of Sunset without permit. Uh, they were able to finish that area with aerial. So there's not actually any other work that has to be done. But what we did is we billed them for all of our fees that we incurred, uh, that the city incurred uh, during construction of the other phase that was north of Melrose. So um, so they, I've sent them that um, invoice essentially, and they should be reimbursing that, sending a payment shortly. Uh, they've also reported that they did get their payment through to Lynch Excavating for the damage to the sanitary store on George Street and the payment repair that needs to happen there. And I did confirm that with Lynch. So we've asked Lynch to provide us uh, estimate on the city half that we've discussed over the last couple of meetings that we'd like to have completed. And then um, Metronet uh, had poured a uh, locate hole to find a gas main. Uh, in the intersection of Grand Avenue and Sunset Street. So they had um, a contractor remove and replace that panel uh, last Friday. And then um, Monroe Street would be our other uh, project coming up here next week. The contractor is going to start work. They'll mobilize in on Monroe Street. And I just uh, walked around and uh, knocked on doors tonight before the meeting to let everybody know um, that that work's going to be starting. So. We had a pre-construction meeting for that uh, last week. Payment markings. Uh, Pelling told me uh, on Monday that yesterday that they were finished, but driving in town tonight, it doesn't look like they've completely finished that work. So I'm gonna yeah, have to. You said August fourth. August fourth was their yeah, deadline in the contract. Yeah. So it doesn't look to me like they're they're completely done. So I'm gonna have to follow up with them on that. And then Gulf, you have new drainage channel uh, work. Uh, the contractor is planning to complete that work in coordination with the adjacent property owner that we've been speaking with for access. Um, so they have some retaining wall work that he's going to be doing. I've talked with them uh, tonight again, and I believe he's going to start tomorrow if there's no rain tomorrow, uh, or otherwise it would be sometime this week. He plans to begin that work. And then we did have a right-of-way permit um, from Unite Private Networks. They're going to need to bore underneath Sunset Street um, to get from an existing handhold they have uh, and connect to an existing Iowa City handhold. Uh, and then they're going to pull fiber through that, that line and through the existing Iowa City conduits east on Melrose Avenue to get into the city of Iowa City across the bridge. And they're, uh, that's for U.S. Cellular to have a booster cell on Melrose Place to um, service data during football games to increase their service. So we approved that permit on Monday this week, yesterday. That's all I've got, unless there's any questions on the internet. Ryan, I meant to tell you this ahead of time, but could you report anything about the parking lot that the university is working on, on the old athletic club? Yeah, so I, I received a, a question about that and I actually didn't know it was occurring. Uh, so the old athletic club lot is no longer within University Heights city limits. It's also owned by the University of Iowa. And after talking with some folks in my office, the University of Iowa doesn't really necessarily have to get city permits uh, unless they get into the city right away. Um, 
I did find out from someone that just happened to be working on the stormwater pollution prevention plan, uh, and she was able to get me the site plan that they are expanding uh, that parking lot further into the lot to the to the north. It would be so. It's uh, I think it's essentially pitched as temporary parking while they're working on hospital facilities in the coming years. But so I I wasn't. Aware Did you hear the date of completion? Oh, I, I don't know. That. Someone yeah. told me maybe September 1st. That's kind of hard to believe, but, mm -hmm. but I don't know. Yeah, I haven't even actually been I mean, there and then the question started, that people but... have been asking, are they going to tailgate there? What are they going to, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 you sorry, know. I don't know all yeah. those answers. Yeah. But they're Steve, expanding that part. I of the Steve, is there, like, obviously the intent when we, when we handed over you know, to Iowa City was the incentive was higher levy rates on the on our on our portion of that property. Um, now, if it's just a parking lot, there's nothing really in it for us, and we gave up control, if you will. What, if any? I mean, hopefully they reduce there's development. A yeah, yeah. I think. Well, I was making a note to myself. I was unaware of this as well, but to check in with David Kapp. The representative of the university that came to talk to council about what the long, what, what the short range plan is, what the long range plan is, and maybe maybe inviting the meeting. And the last council. that we heard was, you know, the the first company backed out of it, and David Kep said, uh, "We plan on revisiting this again when interest rates are better, when building construction is better, whatever." But I, so I'm assuming this is just in the meantime, they're making more parking area that's, there. That's what I'm assuming too. Uh, yeah, he did talk about issuing an additional RFP. Uh -huh. I don't know if that's happened, but I'll check with him on all of those things. Well, I do remember an email that the governor signed, you know, for, you know, something had to, I don't know. But anyway, we, we need to go through those emails and check on that. and see where we are and get some more information about it because they haven't given us any real information. In the 28E agreement that we signed, or well, that's a, that's different than the jurisdiction thing, correct? It was, yeah. I mean, they were hand in glove, but yeah, the 28E agreement relates to uh, the, the um, distribution of property taxes. And the, the jurisdiction piece is non-revocable. True. In any way, shape, or form. Correct. That's right. Okay. I mean, yeah. I'm going to go with yes. Okay. Yeah, not, I, I had reached out to Iowa City Engineering to see if they were provided any notice or a plan, uh, and I had never heard after I was informed that this was, the work was kind of starting, so I'll, I'll, I can follow up with them as well. That lot 47 north of Kinnick is torn up for the construction of a parking structure. Assume they're trying to make up for that. Right. That's when's that going to be done? I don't Parking know. Stuff. <laughs> Another year. I could probably find out. September. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we both will look into it a little more. Yeah. yeah I, I think we need to know more information about that. Yeah. And I think uh, I sent. Any other questions for Ryan? A couple sheets. Uh, okay, sorry. Yeah, so you have something. Yeah. 
<clears throat> okay, the chief. Thank you. Yeah. I sent around a report, but I just want to <clears throat> touch on a few things. Understaffing, uh, we have hired two additional full-time officers. That is, they have conditions that they have to satisfy all the requirements to ILEA. Uh, one of them, Rafiq Yasin, is, has been a part-time officer for us. Shortly after he was hired, he got injured at his full-time job at Wilton Police Department, so he's been off on injury with that department, but he's now been cleared to return. He will transition from part-time to full-time. I believe it's the 23rd of this month. Uh, he wanted to fulfill some commitments with Wilton uh, before, before making that change. Uh, Rafiq has, I think it's 14 years experience. Uh, he'll be a good addition. He's, he's got that wet behind the ears behind him. Uh, he has worked up in the area before with University of Iowa for their football games, so he's familiar with some of the people up here already. The second officer that we've hired, and the mayor met him yesterday, I believe, uh, Edis Jasvin. He goes by Eddie. Uh, Edis was a, an officer with East Moline, so he's previously certified in Illinois. He does not have Iowa certification, but because he did two years in Illinois, I don't have to send him through a four-month academy. He can be certified in Iowa through a certification through examination. Trying to make that happen yet this month. We have 120 days to make it happen. I'm not sure that I can, can make it happen, but regardless, he's on board. He's been doing an orientation with both Officer Akers and, and Sergeant Tucker, and, and he also will be a good addition. He's a little bit younger, but he's very motivated to work for us and be here. Sure. Uh, speaking of Sergeant Tucker, I just want to throw out an on the record uh, thank you to him. We were down full two full-time staff members, and then Officer Akers and I both participated in Rag Rye, leading Sergeant Tucker and the crew of part-timers to hold down the fort. Uh, John can attest how many hours he worked either on duty or on call over the last two weeks. So uh, he is taking Friday off. His wife's been in England, and she returns Thursday night. So uh, I'm happy to be able to give him the time off. I wanted to touch on the ATEs. Uh, I did put two attachments in the report. You can read those at your leisure. Uh, now that RAGRA is over and we're back and assuming that second reading occurs and, and moves the process forward, I will do my media outreach and I will also put together both, both the city attorney and the mayor have talked to me about putting together uh, some talking points so that we have, again, just a consistent message that's being delivered about uh, why we think this is a good idea and is particularly will be particularly effective in University Heights. So I will work on that next week, both the media outreach and to get you the information that I will be sharing with the public or with the media. And finally, I wanted to update on the patrol car. Last meeting you, or last regular meeting, you allowed me to move forward with selling it. I talked to both my camera camp, uh, Lisa Moore, uh, about, because we were going to put it on the uh, webpage, in my absence, with Daryl working all the hours he was working, I didn't want him to have to deal with both trying to show and tell a car and covering patrol. Uh, he did strip off the decals. It has been prepped to sell, and I will move forward with that again next week. And that's all I have for you other than what's in my report, unless you have any questions. Thank you. Thank you, Chief. Um, 
So we have second consideration of ordinance number 252, authorizing establishment and implementation of our automated traffic enforcement system and establishing civil fines. This is the second consideration. Is there a motion? No motion. Motion by Stephanie. Is there a second? I'll second. Second by Tim. Discussion? Okay, we're ready for a roll call vote, Mike. Scott? Aye. Swales? Aye. Gone? Aye. Moore? Aye. Schroeder? Aye. Motion carries 5 0. Thank you. Did you have anything to add, Stephanie, to the release report? Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, so we'll go on to finance. Bobby, did you have anything to this month? Uh, not going present here. Uh, no, John's doing a great job getting integrated and up to speed and taking over all of what Lori was doing. So good job, John. Keep up the good work. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Thank you. Thank you, Bobby. Uh, we'll go to um, building zoning and sanitation. Um, Nothing here. Uh, we had uh, the pay application in there, and so that's been discussed, right? And then all of that's already been. Did you have anything else, Tim? No. Okay. That covers all of that. And then e government, and Lisa, you sent around a report. Any questions for Lisa? Um, it's very helpful, all the information you put on the website, especially for the election. That's very helpful. I think it's even more clear than the county. <laughs> That's not hard. <laughs> well, if you look at the county and you look at university, and we're, we're looking, you know, thank you for making it. I think maybe Mike, did you write that? I edited it, but. Well, anyway, it's well done. So, thank you. Whoever did it, thank you. Well, you put it in your report. It looks great. And then I wanted to add that um, we usually don't have fall leaf vacuuming dates, but we're on the ball this time, and we have fall leaf vacuuming <laughs> dates, and Lisa said she'd be happy to put them on the website. And they're the same weeks as the last two years, the week of October 23rd. So really, you have to have the leaves there on the Monday, October 23rd, because they'll pick them up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever they get done. And then the week of November 13th. And that's very similar. It also is enough ahead of Thanksgiving that if the weather's bad, that's why it's built in like that. And so Lisa said she'd get those on the website because we always get calls right away and we have to rush to get the leaf vacuuming. So I have that. And then any other announcements? Mayor Fung, just to make sure as yeah. I'm looking back through this, did we approve minutes right away at the beginning? I did. Okay. Did. I, I couldn't remember because I was yeah, making sure I our guests were speaking. Okay. Yeah, Thank by you. unanimous consent. Okay. Both of them. Thank you. Thank you though for asking and okay. checking that out. Um so no other announcements. I'm just thinking the next meeting is 
September 12th. Is there any objection to adjournment? Hearing none, the meeting's adjourned by unanimous consent. Thanks, everyone.